This is Caitlin Butts, and you're listening to the West Texas Sweetheart Podcast. Pew. It's hard to see you. Thank you all for tuning in to the West Texas Sweetheart Podcast. This week's podcast is brought to you by Home Tea. Home Tea first started out making Texas Home T-shirts to represent our state pride. They are now made in the USA and insanely soft. And 10% of the profits go to multiple sclerosis research. There's something for everyone. Everything from the state of Texas to Disneyland Castle. So go check it out. TheHomeTea.com That's TheHomeTea.com This week's episode will feature lots of great music and an awesome conversation with Charlie Shafter. We will also listen to Dave Martinez's latest single, Gravity. So here it is. Gravity by Dave Martinez. Kept my words out of the air And I don't mind if you sit down Twirl your fingers round your hair And laugh and smile at all of my jokes
And here is our conversation with Charlie Shafter. This is the West Texas Sweetheart Podcast, and this is Charlie Shocker. Hello? Hello? Oh, cool. I was like, oh no, I lost him. <laughs> okay, no, I'm so here. For the last three hours, I've been listening to yours in Starfire's podcast, just so you know. Uh, yeah, we used to have one. We need to turn it up again, but we're both really busy, so we don't, we don't get to do it as much as we used to. I mean, I was like nerding out. I was like... I, I had to do my research about you and everything, you know. By the way, mm-hmm. your old loves your music. I mean, I know right that means a lot to yeah. you. <laughs> so, um, how did you start the podcast with you? What made you want to start doing it? Um, well, we would just, uh, we'd always sit around and just do that, basically. Not podcasting, but then one day, I don't remember who it was, but one day somebody told us that we should record ourselves just bullshitting all the time. Right. And so we we started doing it, and then we did it once a week for a long time, and then it just kind of got to where we were. It was just too much to keep up with when I had a baby, and, you know, we just got busier. Right. But I miss it a lot. I wish we still did it, and I want to start doing it again. Right. So what was it like to move from Lubbock to Denton? It was... It was it's weird to go back to Lubbock now. I mean, I love coming back to Lubbock, but it's, um, when you live in Lubbock, you don't really realize how barren it really is, you know, and then until you move away for a while, and then when you come back, it's like, I forgot about how dusty this place really was. <laughs> right. But I love Benton, and I love Lubbock. I love both of them. Right. I stay in Fort Worth a lot, and so whenever I come back, I'm like, oh, my allergies completely, like, change, you know? Yeah, definitely. You get sick for a week, and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm back to normal. Mm-hmm. So how did you meet Starfire? I love him. Um, he's from Amarillo. So I moved, um, when I first moved to Texas, I moved to Amarillo first, and that's when I met uh, Starfire. Mm-hmm. So that was, I've known him for, I don't know, I guess, since 2003. Oh, wow. I was, like, in third grade in 2003. (laughs) Well, I just graduated high school. Very cool. So what makes you want to play music? I don't know. I just, I don't, nothing makes me want to. I just do it. I don't know. I mean, I want to, but I don't know what drives me to it. I just like it. That's what drives you to get out of bed in the morning. You just do it. Because you get out of bed. It's just something that you do. I do it because I have to. i got to be at work at 6 a.m. <laughs> well, I know, but if you didn't have to be at work at 6 a.m. and you slept in, you'd eventually get out of bed. Probably. More than likely. You know, you can't yeah. just spend your whole life in bed. And I can't so, spend my whole life not playing music. Right. Right? Right. So, um, I... My favorite place to be, like, in Lubbock is the Blue Light. And um, is there a place like that for you? Like, that you enjoy playing that you... Rather play there Blue, Light. Blue Light's definitely up there. 
Dan Silverleaf and Denton is up there. Um, Green Hall, I love playing Green Hall. Um, there's a lot of places that I love, but those are probably my top three that I just really like being there, I like the vibe. I like Luke and Doc too, that's fun as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, is it weird that a lot of, like, Lubbock musicians have moved to the Denton area and, like, because I've noticed that in the last few years that they've all kind of, like, done the shift to the Denton well, area. Yeah, well, if you if you start traveling enough, you're gonna eventually you get sick of driving from Lubbock all the way to everywhere else. Lubbock is far away from everything but Amarillo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it gets it's it gets expensive and it just gets tiresome. So when you can live in Austin or DFW, it works a lot. It works to your benefit, really, just travel wise. Mm-hmm. So, um, songwriting-wise, do you relate more to, like, a Towns Van Sant or a Bob Dylan? Jesus. Those are two big ones. Um, I guess I related to Bob Dylan first and then Towns. I, I don't know. They're two different to me. And there's Bob Dylan has a way bigger uh, body of work than Towns did. So, mm-hmm. But right now, I guess I go back and forth. I listen to a lot of Bob Dylan. I listen to a lot of a lot of towns. I listen to a lot of Tom Waits and Neil Young, like all the all the big guys, I guess. Right. Um, what was the favorite? What's your favorite song you ever wrote? Um. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Favorite is is a weird word. There's there's different things that I like about a lot of them. You know. Well, which one would you rather play than anywhere, anything else? I'd rather be in a Grateful Dead cover band. But, uh... I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, you know. Yeah. Of my songs, who would I... Would I... I don't get... I You know, the newest ones, always, are the ones that I always want to play. And it depends on the crowd. If somebody, like, really... If there's a group of people that really wants to hear Jesus and James Dean, then I have a good time playing Jesus and James Dean. If I'm in front of people who don't give a shit, I don't want to play Jesus James name because I've played so many times, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, it varies from night to night. Right. So, um, I, we, me and Jody, the little boy I watched, he, we listened to your last two albums um, today. And um, I love to see that the change you kind of made in that, like, in between the albums, you know what I mean? Like the Yeah. Um, I don't know how to explain that exactly, but I like the change in life and the change in, um, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's just getting older, I guess, you know, and it, 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 the last album, uh, wasn't as tricky as the other one, and it's just, you know, it's just one of those things that, uh, I didn't do it consciously, it just happened. Mm-hmm. Was it just like you, like, growing up and having kids and... Yeah, I didn't have kids. I didn't have a kid since then, or when that happened. But it's definitely just time goes on, and you 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 change, you write, or you start writing differently, and settle down a little bit, and then you know it goes back and forth a little bit, I guess. Right. Um, you think it's okay for musicians to listen to themselves on the radio when they come on? I think it's okay. I think it's terrifying. Why do you think that? When I hear myself on the radio, at first I don't know what it is. I'm like, what does this sound so familiar to before? 
and then I'll realize it's like, oh, it's me. I mean, it, it happens in a split second, but at first mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. And I hate listening to myself. The worst thing to do, especially when you're with other people, you know. If, obviously, if you're doing a new album, you, uh, you have to listen to it to make sure it's all right. A, mm -hmm. a lot. But, um, but yeah, I don't like when I'm in a bar and my music comes on or if I'm on the radio. I mean, I like that they're playing it on the radio, but I'd just rather not be there for it. Right. I just think it's funny because I'll be listening to, like, um, I don't know, I'll just be listening to, like, um, 105 here in uh, Lubbock. And I'll listen to something and I'll be like, hey, that sounds familiar. I know I know these people that are playing it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty it's, fun. It's, it's been, like, a very different trip for me because um, starting out listening to this music, I really didn't know anybody. I just listened to it to listen to it. And then I went and I went to the Blue Lights the first night and I met all sorts of people of all different lives, not just musicians. And now, you know, I get to experience it kind of like from a different side of music. Right. From a um, sort of journalistic yet podcasty. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So, um, what drove, drove you to... Uh, what's wrong with me today? What drove you to write um, Drunk on Desire? I, that's one of my favorites. That's why I asked. Um... I, this was a long, this was, uh, Will Green and I wrote that together, mm -hmm. and I had just broken up with a girlfriend, and I, uh, needed a place to stay, so I went over to, um, Will's house, and he basically just conned me into writing a song with him, he's like, come on, Charlie, you're emotional right now, you, you know, you know, let's write a song, and we wrote it, we wrote that, so we kind of went line for line. And then once we, once we both recorded it, we did it completely different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what drove me to write it. it just, we just wrote it. You were just emotional whenever you wrote it. Oh, yeah, I guess so. It's hard to remember, but I think that that's what he thought. Right. Um, is there anybody that um, people listening to this should look out for, like somebody who's making their mark in the music, music scene? Um, well, you know, I mean, it, you're in Lubbock, so everybody knows about Red there. But, like, mm -hmm. you know, Red's just got his new album out, so it's like, I think it's just now starting to, where people are going to start knowing him everywhere else, you know what I mean, besides DFW and him in Lubbock. So okay. I think, uh, obviously, that's one. Um, there's a guy I'm playing with tonight named Isaac Hoskins, and he lives in Denton, and he's a, he's, he's a badass. I really like him. I think it's kind of funny. Um, I, I kind of had a creeper moment, like, on Red, because, like, I would just, like, tweet to, like, a whole bunch of, like, radio stations out of, uh, not out of Lubbock, or, like, it was just all over the state. I was like, hey, will you play this song by Red Cheyenne? He probably thought I was a complete creep, but I was like, I want him to play their mu his music. Yeah, they need to. I think they are, hopefully. I don't know. I don't really listen to the radio all that much, but I know the ranch is, for sure. I listen to the ranch in here. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want them to play his music. And I like, if I talk to people like other musicians, I'm like, you know, listen to him. He is amazing. Cause a lot of people well, that's know, good. Like, You're doing your part. I try. Um, a lot of people know Eastside River Snake. And I was like, that's the guy who wrote that. And then they were like, oh. And I was like, have you heard of um, Six Market Boulevard? They're like, yeah. They're like, oh, my favorite song 14 Miles From Home. And I was like, he wrote that. They're like, oh, so we really should listen to his album. 
Exactly. So and um, he's got he's got even way better songs than just those two as well. Right, definitely. Those are good songs, but you know, they're he's written some ones that are light years beyond those two. Since oh then. yeah. So, um, how has Ditton changed your um, like your writing style? Because there is a difference. I feel like like watching you now from like watching videos of you on YouTube because I was too young to like see you like, while you were in Lubbock. Well, I, we, I used to have a band that was the Numbs, and we were more rocky, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, I would I would approach more of a rock and roll sensibility, and then I just, like, I got tired of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I got tired of, but I, I, I don't get tired, I get, I, I didn't get tired of it completely, I just got tired of writing it. You know, it just wasn't that challenging to me anymore. Right. And I don't know if that, I don't think that had anything to do with me living in a different place. It just had to do with what the music I was listening to and what I, what inspired me, I guess. Okay. So, um, is there any, um, anybody in, um, Denton that, um, like pulls, like, well, I know that Tom's, like, I've heard that Tom Sitton is going to be like the new blue light in um, the DFW. Do you think that's going to happen? Well, it's it's more of an acoustic thing. It's not a big, um, it's not a big, you know, there's no big stage and big music thing. It's more of an acoustic vibe. Right. So I wouldn't say that it's the new blue light. I, I would say it's like a... Uh, an extension of the blue light, but rather than a new blue light, there's no, there'll never be a new blue light. I'm being growled out by a one year old right now. I hear I get growled out all the time by my almost two year old. <laughs> he just learned how to walk, and so he's like running everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So, um, favorite Bob Dylan song? Oh God, it depends on. Um, I'm, let's see. My favorite album is probably Desire. So Black Diamond Bay is probably my favorite Bob Dylan song. But there's mm-hmm. so many. That's just like that. Maybe just inches a little bit above the rest, but not very much. What's the craziest thing you've seen on tour? Craziest thing I've seen on tour. I could. This it was the craziest thing I've seen on tour. Wouldn't be appropriate, even for what? a podcast okay. that's, it's okay. that's, that's explicit. No, because it would. <laughs> hey, there's a seven year um, thing, so it would happen more than seven years ago, right? You can't did be happen prosecuted. More than no, no, no. I, I didn't do anything illegal. I try not to. Hey, no, the, the most embarrassing moment I've. How about we do the most embarrassing moment I've ever okay. had on uh, tour? I was playing a show at a festival, and an unnamed band was. Uh, Can I ask also... you later who it is? No, because oh. honestly, I don't remember the name of the band. Um, but they, uh, you know, the festivals you all stay at the same hotel. Well, somehow we got the the hotel room keys mixed up, and I come rolling in the hotel room. My hotel room at you know three thirty four in the morning, and I just swing open the door and there's this guy from this other band. They were from California, and he's mm-hmm. just got 
hotel porn on and he's completely <sighs> naked on the bed just roughing up a suspect. Oh and my so I just shut the door. I shut the door and ran away. And then he came out and was, I was like, yeah, I did this in my hotel room. So that was an embarrassing moment. I'll never forget that. I don't know what I would do. I think I would just like scream and run away. <laughs> Go he went, out and in, he went out and slept, slept in his van. I wasn't going to sleep in the van. It was my hotel room. Did you get new sheets at least? Hopefully. Bird birds are dead. So, how can like how can I go off from that? I don't, I don't know. Really what, you ask. Really? You get you, you get you get you can't ask questions. You're not prepared for the you know, You're not prepared for the answer. Very true. I'm blushing now. Oh my goodness. Okay, aliens have landed on Earth. Who is the worst person to first make contact? Um. Hmm. Either let's just put them as a couple: Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Those would be the two <laughs> worst people to first make contact. Context. Right. I don't even know who Kim Kardashian is exactly, but I imagine that she's not very. Uh, you know, I, I don't want her representing us. Right. Um, yeah. I just I had I had a dream last night that William Clark Green made like first contact. It was very interesting. See, I would go more like um, a good scientist, like Mishiyaku or something like that, and maybe if it was a musician. I don't know, like in Texas. You know, Josh is pretty good with people. He can, you know, um, I guess maybe Ray Wiley was, would be a good one to... Oh, that would them. be fun. Yeah. I would be the good one to meet him. I mean, I, I would lobby for myself, honestly. You'd be like, me? I'll do it. Yep, I'll do it. I've probably already been... I've probably already met him before, so, you know, <laughs> might as well do it. Do you have a favorite memory from being on tour through the years? I guess, like, I don't know if there's a specific memory, but I remember, you know, when you first start doing it and everything's so fun and new and you're going mm -hmm. to all these different places, and I, I remember that feeling that's kind of gone now. <laughs> that I, that well, I mean, not in a bad way. You know, anything leaves, you know. I mean, I still get excited to go play travel and stuff like that, but it's not like the first time when we first got a band and we first lit out to go to the unknown and we're, none of us cared because we didn't have that many bills or anything like that and we could just be poor and still have fun, you know? Mm -hmm. I remember that feeling and that's a pretty nostalgic thing. Right. I remember the first time I met you at the Blue Light and I like fangirled and I was like so embarrassed because I was like, this is Charlie Chapter. And somebody was like, I don't even know who that is. I was like, how do you not know? <laughs> well, there's a lot, most people don't know who I am. I'm used well, to that. Well, they should. They should. Well, that's, you know, this is why we're doing this. Exactly. Get my name out there, I guess, huh? Yeah. So, um, three words to describe yourself, and why would they be the three words? Oh, man. I ask hard questions sometimes. I know. I mean, you know. Three words. Mm -hmm. um, right now, tired, um, excited, and uh, I don't know. You know, those words are 
What are three ways to describe yourself? Let me give, no, give me an example of what you're talking about. Okay. Um, I'm happy right now because I get to talk to you. Um, I, I am tired because I was up, I've been up since like 5.30 this morning. And... Yeah. Ooh, the third one. That's hard. It is. That's hard. what I'm saying. The third one. Is, you know, three descriptive words. See, like if you're, if I'm writing a song, uh-huh. and I use three descriptive words to describe something, it's just too much. It's you know? too much. Yeah, okay. you only do two at the most. Okay, that's good to know. Because the third, the third one is redundant usually. Okay. So tired, tired, and excited. Excited because I'm been in the studio and both. I'm, but on both of those things because I've been in the studio working on the new album, so I'm tired and excited. Okay. Do you have a name for the new album yet? Not yet. I'm I'm toying with different ones. I got three uh, th- three ones I'm kind of choosing with, but I don't want to mention them. Oh yeah, of course not. You know, I was doing um, an interview with William Clark Green um, before he announced that he was doing the live show. And he was like, "Oh, by the way, we're doing a live album, but I can't tell you where it is yet." I was like, well, it's not like I'm doing a podcast where I can, like, you know, put it all over the world. And I was like, just tell me. He was like, well, we're just toying with the idea. And this was, like, in November, so he already knew where it was going to be. Yeah. Did you go down there for that? No, um, I, what was going on? I can't get off work for more than, you know, a few days. Yeah. I mean, Nanny lies. You can't do that. They're like, where'd you go? No, you're a nanny. I didn't even realize. I didn't know whose kid that was that you were talking about. Just some strange kid that likes me, you know? He just comes over. Yeah. Um, Your favorite top three musicians? Favorite top three musicians? Songwriters or what? You know? Let's do... No, two... Let's do... Top two guitar players and top two, top three songwriters. All right, top three songwriters are easily Towns, Dylan, and Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. Top two guitar players, Mark Knopfler for one. Mark Knopfler and David Roth. Mm-hmm. Mark, Mark Knopfler is from Dire Straits, and David Allen is Gillian uh, Welch's guitar player. Right. They just, because the reason why for those two is because they could play any guitar, and you don't have to see them. And the, by the time they play two notes, I know exactly who's playing that guitar. Mm-hmm. Blind. Very cool. So um, I was listening to your podcast, like I said earlier, and um, mm-hmm. I cracked up whenever you were, y'all were talking about. You probably don't even remember doing this, but. There was some lady in somebody's yard um, blowing um, leaves into the y'all's yard, and yeah, like Starfire, somebody out we there. Recorded, yeah, we recorded at Starfire's house, and she's always over there blowing leaves in there, blowing leaves from her yard into his yard. It was so funny. I don't know why I thought it was so funny. Even Jody laughed. She thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but this kid, he's like, he's gonna be a professional drummer someday because he can keep beat. And like his That's favorite, it. his favorite songs are like Jason Isabel and um, Wills and all sorts of things. Like I don't let him listen to crap. Mm-mm. That's good. Okay, you're, so where you're can, a good nanny. I try. So where can people like get your music and social media and that stuff? iTunes, you know, 
Charlie Shafter at on Instagram, Twitter, Charlie Shafter Music on Facebook. I had a website, but some reason it went down. I need to figure out why it went down. Somebody bought your rights and like directs it to somebody else's website now. Like did they really? No, I'm just kidding. Because Donald. I was going to say I was going to be so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I will do that. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. Well, was like, ah, I'm going to buy it because he went out with the rights. Just go straight to my website. Not a bad idea. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Charlie, for the time. I, it's a little bit over the time I told you it'd be, so I appreciate it. Yeah, no, no problem. No, no problem at all. I enjoyed it. Okay. Can we play your music during, like, in the background of the show? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. All right. You too. Thanks a lot. If you haven't done it yet, go subscribe to our iTunes podcast. And if you are listening on SoundCloud, thank you very much for doing that. Um, if you need more information about what we do, you can visit our website at westtexasweetheart.com. And we're also on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, West Texas Sweetheart, or WTX Sweetheart. So, y'all have a wonderful day, and thank y'all for listening. Bye! Seven years wasn't watching you walk away. It was 